Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Hey everybody, welcome to another week, another Sunday recap episode here on the podcast. I'm so thankful that you guys are joining me. If it's Monday morning and you're listening, I hope that your week is off to a great start. Um, If it's two weeks from now and you're listening or two months from now and you're listening, um, I hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening to the Sunday recap. Um, Before we just jump in and talk about all things going on at Hope and at my home from this weekend, I want to say that We're still doing the summer reading plan over the book of Romans. I know several of you have been listening along, following along, and I'm just so excited that you're reading the book of Romans with me today. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, there's another episode here on Monday that has released as well, and it's day 10 of the summer reading plan. We're in Romans chapter 5. If you haven't been doing the reading plan but you want to these episodes are always here you can go back you don't have to do it at the same time that we're doing it so months from now if you decide you want to read the book of Romans um, you can always come back and hear what I have to say about it I guess Um, I get all of my stuff from some good resources and so you'll just have to listen to the to the summer reading plan to find out. But anyways, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and I've really enjoyed doing that. So, um, I don't know when we'll do it again. So you definitely should listen to the Romans one. Anyways, it's been a great weekend. It's been a busy weekend or it was, I'm recording this on Sunday night. It was a busy weekend for us. I'm trying to even remember Friday night. I don't know, but Saturday we had like our family fish fry at church. We have a couple in our church who lives on the river and every 4th of July, they do a big cookout for the church family. And this year they did a fish fry. They had so much food. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And um, they rented like inflatables and stuff like that for all the kids. It was a really good turnout and it was really cool. It's, this is just so cool, and I'm I'm just going to go ahead and jump into what today's message was about. Joseph's message today was on community, and I think that was, it's one of my biggest takeaways and one of the just coolest things about this weekend is that what Joseph's message was about this morning, I saw it in action on Saturday. So uh, Denny and Vicki, this couple in our church, they are soul winners they are so community minded they are just like community driven I guess is what I would say like they are so interested in helping their neighbor truly good Samaritans and so we had this family fish fry at their house and Denny at one point told I was talking to him I was like this is a really good turnout and whatnot and he's he laughed he said I don't even know half the people here because I told him I said I've been trying to introduce myself to some of your neighbors and stuff he said yeah me too because I don't even know some of them but that's just 
the kind of people they are and that's just the kind of thing that happens when they have an event at their house is that like the church people will come, but their family and friends will come and then everyone invites someone too. And so there's always people that you don't know. And that's what church is supposed to be all about is building community and getting to know new people and welcoming new people into um, the community. So it was just so, so good. We had just been at the river last weekend to baptize someone and so to be back there again just having fun hanging out with the church family was a blast and I was overwhelmed um I think is the word I want to use when I left Saturday Joseph and I both took turns in the dunking booth um Joseph went down the inflatable we walked down to the river I mean when I when we left their house I was like exhausted I was feeling my age because I was like, I literally just got dunked in the dunking booth three or four times, but I was sore and I was tired and it had been really hot too. But, um, I was feeling just overwhelmed. Um, and I told Joseph later, I was like, just getting to talk to everyone and seeing everyone out there having such a good time. I was overwhelmed by the feeling of like, this is our church family. This is our community. And it was such a good feeling that everyone was there just enjoying their time together. I loved it so much. And so it's perfect that Joseph's message this morning, he started, it was the his first message in a series that he's doing. And the first, so his first message was today. Next Sunday will be his next message, but I won't be there because I will be at um, Camp Mulberry for junior camp. So I'm not going to get to recap that one. If I do, it'll be a week later because I'll have to go back and watch because I won't be at church Sunday. Um, and then there's going to be one more. So I'll go ahead and tell you what the series is on. The series is about community. And today's lesson was community, God's plan from the beginning. And he used the scriptures where um, from creation when God created Eve and he said it's not good for man to be alone. The next um, installment of this series will be God, uh, Community, God's Plan for the Church. And then two weeks from now, it'll be Community, God's Plan for Eternity. And I'm so excited about all of these. But today, we're just talking about God's plan from the beginning. And I took a lot of notes. We really just talked about what it means to be a community. Because this is something that community is something that the church cannot exist without it is so crucial to have community and you might say well church is a community and that's can be true but it's not necessarily true just because you go to a church doesn't mean you're part of that community um to be a part of a community it takes action um i actually i teach on i'm teaching the kids on wednesday nights for the next few weeks before we start back small groups and I wanted to like line the lessons up with Joseph's series on Sunday morning so that the kids could get some of that too. And um, when I asked the kids on Wednesday night, what does the word community mean? One of them said like people who all live in the same place. And then the another kid said it's when it's a lot of people who come together. And that's, um, I like that 
Community is about coming together because when you come together, that means you have to move. You have to put forth an effort to be with people. And um, just because you're in the same place doesn't mean you're putting forth any effort to be a part of the community. It means you have to bring something. You have to share something to be a part of a community. And so um, we can say a lot of things about community. Community, community, I'm saying that word a lot. Community can be really good, right? And we hope that the church community is a good community. But community can be really difficult, too, because... People, when you bring lots of different people together from different places, they come with their different beliefs and they come with their personalities and they come with their attitudes and they come with their ideas. So community can be difficult. And this idea that Joseph was trying to share in his message is that community is not automatic. We all have a part to play to make it authentic and you can't force it. It has to happen naturally. So I think probably my favorite quote from the message today was that just because just showing up on Sunday doesn't make church a community. And I will just keep saying it again and again until, you know, everyone gets it. We've got to put forth an effort to be part of a community. He, um, and so the scriptures were from Genesis. It's not good for man to be alone, that God never intended for us to do life alone. He always meant, well, from the very beginning, God, the reason he created us is because he wanted to share in community with us. He wanted to be in communion. It's the same root word, right? God wanted to be in communion with us. And sin, when sin entered the garden, sin messed that up. And it broke that communion between God and man. It messed up the community. And so God's plan all along in coming to earth in human form as Jesus, his plan was to fix the community. It was to bring us all back together. Um, So he never intended for any of us to live our lives alone. He wanted us to be in communion with him and in communion with each other there's a um there's a song joseph mentioned this morning it's an old country song me and jesus we got our own thing going we don't need nobody else that's wrong that song it's not right and it's not true yes we all have a personal relationship with the lord but we need people we're better together um and this is where It's difficult, right? Because we need people. But when you need people, you're opening yourself up to get hurt. Um, Because when you bring something, when you share something, and um, when you give of yourself to others, there's always a, it comes with risk. And that's what makes community difficult. And I want to cut in here. This is not from Joseph's message, but kind of, in my study of Romans I've been doing, this is not something that I've talked about in the summer reading plan, but um, something that I've seen as a theme all throughout Romans is this idea that people, that people are going to mess up and people are going to do the wrong thing and people are going to say the wrong thing, but that's not a reflection 
of God's character. And so we can get um, that mindset in the church that people have hurt me. It's a, you know, it's a big topic in the church's church hurt. And that's a, a reason a lot of people don't want to be a part of the church community is because they've been hurt by people. And I've even seen a lot of like posts on social media and stuff where people will say, um, just because people in the church hurt you doesn't mean that you should stop going to church because God didn't hurt you. Well, that's really hard. Um, that's, that's really hard because you can, when you go to church, when you go to the building, yes, we go to worship and we go to praise, but a big part of it is that we go to be in fellowship with the other believers. And if those people have hurt you, then even if you know that it's not a reflection of who God is, it's not a reflection of God's character. I know God didn't hurt me. I know the people hurt me. It can still be really hard to go back there because you have to be around the people. You have to see the people like they're the ones that you see that you have to interact with when you go to church. So that can be a really hard thing. It's not just an easy fix. Well, God didn't hurt you. So you should go back to church. It's not that easy. Um, because relationships with people are hard. They're difficult. And that's so being a part of a community, it's difficult. And so what, what happened in the book of Romans, um, Paul was writing this letter to the Romans. And at that time, there was an emperor in Rome, Claudius, who had exiled all the Jews. And it was when the church was really young. And so all the Jewish Christians left Rome. And then you had like the Gentile Christians who were left there. And so they're still meeting together. They're still having church and they're growing and they're preaching to each other and they're singing and they're having church and all this. And then um, the Jews are allowed back into Rome. And so the Jewish Christians come back and they see that all of these Gentile um, people have become believers and they're all serving the Lord, but they're not doing the things that were part of the Jewish tradition, namely like they're not getting circumcised. They're not following the law. And so that was a really big issue that Paul had to address when he wrote the book of Romans is that there was a divide between the Jewish Christians and the Gentile Christians. But there's two scriptures, and I wanted to read them because it's part of this about um, community. Because when we decide that we want to be a part of a church community, we have to recognize that still our relationship with Jesus comes first. And we have to know him. We have to truly know God. And then second is our relationship with people. And we have to know that people are not God. They're flawed and they're going to make mistakes. And that's what makes community difficult. And it's going to be work. And that's why community takes action because you've got to be willing to put in the work. So that's me trying to say all the things I've been trying to say for the past 15 minutes, kind of concisely. But um, in chapter three of Romans, Paul is talking about, he says, what advantage has the Jew? Um, and he says, well, first of all, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. That's verse two, chapter three, verse two. And then he says, what if some were unfaithful? And he's talking about the Jewish people. He says, does their faithfulness, faithlessness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means. Let God be true, though everyone, everyone were a liar. And so what that's saying is that even if, 
the people who led you to the Lord, or even if the people who taught you about God, or even if the people who are a part of the church mess up and they, maybe they walk away from their relationship with the Lord, or maybe they just make a really big mistake or whatever. That doesn't change who God is because people make mistakes. And he comes back to it in chapter nine, and he's talking again about the Jewish people, he says, to them belong the patriarchs, and from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is God overall. So saying that Jesus came from the Jewish, a Jewish family. Um, but verse 6 says, but it is not as though the word of God has failed, for not all who descended from Israel belong to Israel. Not all are children of Abraham because they are his offspring. It's talking about um, the children of the promise there. So when people fail us, that doesn't mean that God has failed. And that's what we have to remember first and foremost when we are a part of a community is that people are going to fail and people are going to hurt us. And that's not a reflection of who God is. And we get to decide what we're going to do in those moments. Are we going to keep trying? Are we going to work through it? Um Hopefully the answer is yes, because that's how you get to be a part of a community. Um, let's see. I kind of already talked about all of these. Oh, this was really good. So we talked about action, right? That community requires action. And so in a community, Joseph was teaching this morning, there are two kinds of people. There are givers and there are receivers. And there has to be both. If someone's going to be a giver, someone has to receive. And it's not that you are that same kind of person forever. Sometimes you're the giver. Sometimes you're the receiver. But both are required in a community because giving leads to generosity and receiving leads to gratitude. And generosity and gratitude are two things that create community. I thought that was so so, so good and just profound and um, something that we can stop and reflect on is in the community that I'm a part of, am I a giver or am I a receiver? And if I am a giver, am I giving generously? And if I'm a receiver, have I shown gratitude? Because um, both of those things foster this sense of community. He gave the example of my brother-in-law and my sister, so Rebecca and JJ, I'll just name them because y'all know them, um, that they have four kids and their oldest is seven. And of course, they want him to get the Holy Ghost. They want him to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And um, we had a kids revival this last week, last weekend. And Joseph said he noticed that Rebecca and JJ weren't just praying with their kids. They were praying with other people's kids. Um, that they would receive the Holy Ghost, even though they really want their own kids to receive the Holy Ghost, but they weren't like selfish and just focused on their own kids. They were praying for other kids too. That's the spirit of generosity. And that leads to community. Um, we talked about how a few weeks ago we had a family friend, a church friend who passed away. And so we canceled our Wednesday night service to go to the funeral. It was an act of generosity, giving of our time to be the church. Um, we talked about someone at the funeral. I was like, I can't believe that you canceled church to be here. And I, I told Joseph later, I said, going to the funeral was more church 
than going to Wednesday night Bible study because we were being the church by being there at that um, funeral. So, um, let's see. I skipped around all over in my notes here, but I guess I would just end with this. Um, one more note that I wrote is that God loves people. He loves us. He loves people. He knows how messy and how complicated we are. And he knows that people need people. He knows that we need each other. And that's why he gave us each other. And so it sometimes it takes work, but it's worth it. It's so worth it to love people through their mess and through their mistakes and through the hurts and to get through it. It's so worth it to have community because then you're not alone. And then when you're going through things, you have people to, to lift you up. And when you're excited and you're rejoicing, you have people to rejoice with you. So that's how I'm going to wrap up this recap for today. And I just want to encourage someone um, to reflect on your position in your community. Do you have something you could give um, or do you have some gratitude that you could show? And how can you be part of the community this week? How could you... How could you help grow the community that is God's family? All right. I love you guys, and I will talk to you later. You guys join me for the summer reading plan. And I won't have a Sunday recap next week, but I'll be back with another recap the week after that. So I'll see you then. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. To wrap this thing up, I want you to repeat after me. Say, I am a Bible reader. I can understand God's word. And I will be changed by what I learn. Hey guys, you're going to change so much more than just your own life. By understanding God's word, you're going to change your family, your community, and this world. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you again soon.